0: dialectic podcast i am your host josh green a painter and art educator living in new york city and today i'm joined by kenny jordan and we will be continuing our series of dialogues called the elements of painting and we're continuing our section on colors today our goal is to create an original philosophy of painting from the bottom up we hope to expand each idea and provide new perspectives on old topics In this dialogue, we will expand on the idea of the color purple in painting to its limits. And remember, don't just listen to the podcast, participate in it. Like, subscribe, leave comments, and share our content. If you'd like to check out our Instagram page, it's The Painter's Dialectic. If you'd like to subscribe and support the show, you can go to our Patreon page, The Painter's Dialectic. You can also support us directly through Spotify. If you'd like to see my Instagram page, it's joshgreenartist. Kinney's is Crayola Sensei. If you'd like to study with me and Kinney, you can go to greenatelier.art and sign up for lessons. And if you'd like to see what all else I'm doing, you can go to joshgreenart.com. All right, Kenny, you ready? Yeah, man. This is our last color. We will do gray and brown, but I don't consider those colors, consider those yeah. temperatures. But you ready for purple? Yeah. <laughs> Kenny brings the energy. He's got the enthusiasm. All Absolutely. right. <laughs> I'm excited for purple. Yeah, so let's let's do the dive on purple. So I usually, with all the colors, start out with... How it affects the body and, and how it occurs in nature. All right. Purple, like blue, no, doesn't occur a lot in nature. It's it's a very rare color. Probably more rare than blue. It's also pretty rare as a pigment, just like blue was. Biologically, it doesn't uh, get us up like the reds, the orange, and the yellow did. It's still a calming color like blue and green but wasn't a strong calming color the thing that really stands out about purple is it's at the very end of our visual spectrum so purple is one of the hardest colors to perceive is it yeah and so i've noticed when i look at a lot of flowers i can tell that the real color is more in the ultraviolet so when you see colors right at the edge of what you can perceive, they're kind of iridescent, right? So purple is going into a spectrum where we have limits.
1: Absolutely.
0: So that's that's really the biggest thing that stood out about color, bi- about purple biologically. Probably not a good choice for a caution sign, or maybe a logo or, or things that need to be viewed, right? Because hard to perceive Mm. socially purple is one of the favorite colors blue by far was the most favorite internationally and by all genders but actually younger women this was a very popular choice women prefer purple more than men for men it was one of the lowest choices so that's kind of interesting. Of the colors, you know, purple seems to be the most gendered, naturally.
1: When you, when you say preferred by men, you just mean, like, like to be seen in purple? or like uh, As
0: far as favorite colors, um, men did not choose purple. Women chose purple, especially younger women. So that was interesting. No idea why that is, but seems to be the case, and that's on an international scale. So with that, there's not a lot to say biologically, other than that, Uh, just make smart choices with purple, uh, because it is hard to perceive for some people. Let's go to the history now. So the first recorded uses of the color purple date back between 16,000 and 25,000. So it's actually used as a pigment in uh, some cave paintings in France. And what these cave painters did is they mixed manganese, they mixed manganese with hematite powder to create a purple. Both pigments are still used today, but that idea did not carry on into the future. That was lost. We don't see that in paintings in Europe until much later on. But it could be cool to talk about these two when i would go out and dig for clay based pigments iron oxide pigments in florida i would see hematite or purple ochre so hematite violet is one of the naturally occurring purple pigments it is a mineral form of iron 3 oxide it's primarily red or brown it's not an intense purple at all it's just like a subtle purple shade and then the purple ochre, a lot of that usually comes from Armenia, same thing, it's an oxide, it's hematite with traces of gypsum in it, calcium sulfate, so it's a bit paler. Um, neither of these are very intense purples, but they're very ancient ones, uh, the ones that you can find if you go out dig into clay beds, and I've used them, I like them. Yeah but they're not high chrome at all. So the next big purple I could find, this wasn't really used in painting that much, but it was a very important natural purple was amethyst. Um, It was used by the ancient Egyptians and many other antique civilizations. The ancient Greeks had a special relationship with amethyst. They believed that it could prevent intoxication (laughs) <laughs> mm. So, the Greek word amethystos, if we translate that, it means not drunken, or not drunk. Okay? So, ah, ama, ah means not, methustos means intoxicated. So, literally, the, what we're calling that stone is not drunk. <laughs> mm. But... um Amethyst was considered to be a strong antidote for drunkenness, and they'd actually make wine goblets out of amethyst. They'd carve it out of amethyst, and they thought that that would help them stay sober when they drink. I don't know. Uh, But in the medieval Europe, the soldiers would wear amethyst amulets as protection in battle, and the belief that amethyst had a healing property and they could help keep people cool-headed. Many beads of amethyst were found in Anglo-Saxon graves. And another important European one is Anglican bishops wear an episcopal ring that was often set with amethyst. And we get that they wore that because there was an allusion to the description of the apostles as not drunk at Pentecost in Acts to colon 15, so you can see that not drunk there again, not really used in painting. There, are, there's this a, a synthetic amethyst pigment that that's used today. The next really important, really famous purple is Tyrian purple. So, around 1500 BC, in the Phoenician city of Tyre. Legend has it that Tyre's patron deity. Melcourt was taking a walk on the beach with his mistress Tyros. She had decided to take her dog along with them on their stroll. The dog began playing with a mollusk that had washed the shore. When they returned and found the dog, his mouth was stained purple from the mollusk. So that's supposedly how they discovered this dye. Um, <clears throat> Tyre would go on to make a whole industry around this purple dye. And our oldest verified records go all the way back to the 14th century BCE. We even have records describing how the dye was made thanks to our good old friend that we mention pretty frequently. I'm surprised we mention this much. Pliny the Elder. He really did a lot of work, that guy. So that's why we associate purple with royalty. It comes from this dye. How to make that dye was forgotten until recently there is a resident of Tyre. His name is Muhabed Gahassin Naurya. I hope I said that right, probably not. He rediscovered the technique by reading ancient text and conducting experiments. And there's actually a YouTube video you can watch him make this dye. So he takes forty five kilograms of snails to make a single gram of pure Tyrene purple extracts that's almost like 10,000 snails per gram okay alright so I watched I watched the video this this operation is insane alright so he's got a dude that goes out there with a snorkel mask and all day long this guy is diving underwater and cutting these snails off the reef right just one guy all day getting thousands of these okay and they put in a basket then they hand wash the snails because they can't be dirty they hand wash 10,000 snails then he takes a razor braid and he cuts the gland he has to crack the shell at the right pressure with a hammer to be able to get to this gland and he cuts it out and he makes a basket full of the glands they then do this process of drying them and boiling them and whatever and letting it dry in the sun. And then they get this tiny little amount of purple powder. Mm. Absolutely ridiculous. All right. So how much does this sell for? How much is a gram of this dye? $2,700 per gram. <laughs> so some retailers sell it for over 3000 so in comparison, the synthetic version, right, you can get five grams of the synthetic Tyrian purple for under $4. Wild, wild stuff. And I imagine, okay, thinking back in the day when this city was really going with all these snails, thousands and thousands of snails, can you imagine the smell of that and the, the absolute misery of doing yeah, that so job?
1: Sounds pretty gross.
0: All right, but that's the color. That's why all over the, all over Europe and in Africa, we associate purple with royalty. So the Roman emperor Diocletian was reported to pay 3 pounds of gold to buy 1 pound of Tyrene purple. All right. So purples were hard to get. There weren't a lot of purple pigments and purple dyes. So yeah, if that's why it costs so much and if you had that that means you're in a whole nother class right you're the elite because three pounds of gold to buy one pound of that to dye your clothes you got to be you got to be doing well so in ancient china i um, could not know how to do it huh
1: so you couldn't know how to do it
0: you couldn't know how to do it. you could have a lot of free time you spend your day maybe a month collecting ten thousand snails and then you can Dye your clothes or something. I don't
1: know. I just feel like you didn't pay. You didn't pay elites to do the job. So, just as much as elites knew about it, the people that worked in their community, they had to know.
0: I guess so. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I guess
1: the. I guess the separation, the. The quoted elite made it royal in that sense. I guess.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, people wouldn't call rich by blow all their money on status symbols all the time. See <laughs> that <laughs> all the time out here and it's ridiculous. So I'm yeah, sure maybe maybe they were doing that too, but um let's jump over to, to China. They didn't have the scarcity that the West had when it came to purple mm-hmm. because they had a plant called purple Gromwell. Okay? And they could make a purple dye from this plant. It was way easier than taking a blade to a bunch of snails and a much more efficient process. But it was still difficult and the dye made from purple Gromwell didn't adhere to the fabric, it didn't saturate the fabric very well. This made it a bit scarce because it was so difficult to get this pigment to adhere that purple clothing was still expensive and treasured in China as it was in the West. So purple was kind of universally associated with the elite and royalty for this reason so all our other purple pigments that we know didn't really come around until like past 1850 people started doing chemistry mauve didn't come about until 1856 it was created by a chemist william henry perkin so perkin was trying to synthesize something called quinine while he was in school, but he accidentally created a new dye called malvin. I think that's how you say it. This would, you know, become a pretty popular pigment and dye, and that's where we get it from. The next one I really like to use, I use a lot of purples in my paintings, is uh, manganese purple. The really ancient one. It came back in uh, 1866. Uh, it was known as Nuremberg Violet. So it was synthesized by E. Oh man, this last name. Loy Kuf. Loy Kuf. I think that's how you say it. Loy Kuf. The first documented production of the pigment was in 1890 by Messrs. Windsor, and Newton. That was the old name for Windsor and Newton. So they were the ones who started mass producing that pigment. It's pretty cool to know. Yeah. And also permanent mauve was done by them. Cobalt Violet It's another very popular purple. Man, cobalt, you get so many colors from it. It, It's got a huge range. That one wasn't really made until 1859. Ultramarine violet, another synthesized pigment, came about in the 19th century as well. Came about at the same time as ultramarine blue. And apparently there's an ultramarine pink. I've never seen that one. But the French chemist Jean-Baptiste Jumet I think that's how you say it, made that one. But all throughout history, purple's scarce. And it wasn't until very recently with industrialization and, and, and modern chemistry that we get the purple pigments that we have today. So, yeah, it's really kind of a luxury to have all the pigments that we have access to now through Dick Blick and Amazon and whatever, you know, we can just get whatever we want, we don't have to go out and cut a bunch of snails or put some dye in a sheep bladder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think other than that, uh, I can talk about, you know, I wanted like actual factual things, but purple is said to be related to spirituality, to religion, mystery, things like that. As far as factual history, I couldn't really find a lot of links to that or why. Okay, I thought about this one. What it means to me personally, purple to me symbolizes the unknown. That's okay. that's what I that's what I get.
1: What it means to me, Indulgement. sexuality.
0: Okay, purple sexuality not red.
1: Nah, I think we're pushed that red means sexuality.
0: I mean, yeah, I see
1: red meaning sexuality, but red not meaning physical sexuality. Purple looks more like physical sexuality.
0: Okay, so maybe red for you is like lust like the desire, and then purple's the actual act?
1: Well, I think of an indulgement, like, like s- sex as we see it now, how it's pushed upon us, the ranging from purple to red. And even when I say red, I don't think we covered this. The red that we talk about is actually like royal red. You got, you got like baby red. But the red, the, the red that we usually talk about, it's it's almost like on par with like purple. So we got like a royal purple. You we know, got like baby purple, violet purple. We got royal red, that royal deep red. That's that deep desire, burning passion, and that's like right next door to that royal purple that I'm that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, I think they get interchanged, just mm-hmm. because uh, uh, most people, like you said, purple's on the edge of things, mm-hmm. and it's easier to see that red before you see that purple. So I think mm-hmm. a lot of people just associate that whole space of reality. And understanding mixed in with red, and mm-hmm. then they try to use a red and realize that's not the red I'm looking for, and you start leaning towards the purple end.
0: Right. Yeah, purple is, should have mentioned this in the beginning purple is a secondary color, yes, and right. it is mixed with blue and red. So it has the qualities of blue and red. We decided red was like the moment of transformation big change and blue was like a space and environment of communication, right? So purple, if you mix this too, that's, that's a pretty powerful color, right? And it's associated with rulers and people in power who are doing change. I think that that fits pretty well, but indulgence, that's interesting. I can see that that feels right. That doesn't make sense. But it feels right.
1: Well, that's, so, okay, that's what I'm saying. So like, um, yeah. And, and this is cool, because we usually do this. And this is why I don't want you to think that I'm not into history, because okay. I am. I just think that there's, some, there's certain senses that we don't consider factual. So we just throw it into spirituality or individuality, mm-hmm. which is good. But if we feel it, it's still a perception of the mind. Mm-hmm. So therefore, it, like, it's, it's still included in a, in a sense that's very sensible.
0: Yeah, I mean, in our Western culture, maybe not all Western culture, but it's materialistic. The importance is placed on the physical. So a lot of people feel like no, anything that happens in your mind isn't real. Right. Right. And I think that's very obviously false because you can do subjective things that have objective outcomes, right? If you just spend a moment thinking about how to do something, that'll change how you act in the physical, right? You can even do a lot of like meditation, right? People have profound experiences not doing anything in the physical, right? just doing mental work, and even just sitting with a blank mind for a long time can have profound effects on how you act in the physical. So, yeah, I think that's one nice thing about art is it shows you that these things are real and tangible and valuable. People aren't making art with pure logic. Yeah. That's stupid. That's...
1: If, if not, they're turning things that you may not see within them, like maybe they'll they give you so much of it with so much art we'll eventually turn a process into logic, yeah, and we still need it, you know we still needed that to pull from
0: no these are the things that get shit started the things that aren't logical, yeah, logic comes after, but anyways i i've been uh i went and I stared at some of these purple flowers and just try to really feel it. It was really fun because there was like a bunch of bees and stuff going in and out of them and butterflies. It was really cool. So I just stood there like an idiot in the park for maybe like a good 20 minutes just staring at them. Just trying to feel the purple, like what purple means. And a lot of people were staring at me. <laughs> yeah, like, man, it's, it's really a powerful color. Like... Like, I felt like I was going some deep places, like existential places. I was going into, like, crises in my life, moments when uh, was near death or, like, profound uh, changes. Yeah, and that's why I kind of came up with, like, the fear of the unknown. Like, mm-hmm. purple is initiation. You are now aware of a new territory, a new, a new space. Right, you pass through the purple. You're, you're never going back to uh who you were or what you used to be, you know.
1: That's that's kind of what I mean. It, that's that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> the sexual point. It's like, yeah, once once the virginity has been taken, that's
0: it. <laughs> so you, that's you, 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 that's purple yeah, losing you, your virginity. You're gonna you're
1: gonna you're gonna forever in, indulge in in that.
0: Maybe maybe that is it. Maybe purple is initiation. Right.
1: Well, I, I mean, I think there's things before it, like yeah. So like, okay, making in my mind metaphysically, making purple comes from all the colors that make brown and then green, but just you know, just mixing colors together visually and metaphysically, red and blue make purple as mm-hmm. well. But I always say that, and this is why I get to the indulgent space because it goes, you gotta have that root and your passion and what you connect with deeply mm-hmm. is within that root with a bunch of other colors to various degrees. So you got various browns and will get there. That's why I think it's a color. Mm-hmm. And then you got to, you have to agree to pursue that. You got to agree with your will in the green to grow it. Because without it, you'll leave it. There's nothing to indulge in because there's nothing to bring forth. Mm-hmm. So that you add that green with that brown then you get you get that that, that the, the indulgence you got to get dirty that's what i mean that and that's why i say sexual like no one's using purple in especially in royalty without getting their hands dirty you didn't you didn't have what it takes mm-hmm. to reach the next space of so and so you like you you can't be seen as Baby purple that right. that doesn't that that's not considered royalty. Baby purple is not considered royalty. That's not deep enough. That's not far enough. You didn't you didn't ripen enough. You didn't turn into a good plum or grape. You you didn't do it.
0: No, you got to take a life of ten thousand snails. <laughs>
1: right, <laughs> and then like you you talk about the spirituality part of it, or is considered like spiritual. I I think um you get into like that violet light type of thing and. Mm-hmm what made me look at the the red and the purple next to each other like that. I just think about how social media uses the like button. I don't think that's I don't think that's the energy of red whatsoever. I think that's the energy of purple. But because it's it can be stuck in that red bank, we'll use you know, we associate a heart with red, so we just do it. But really it's all it's all about hey am I pleasurable to you is this pleasurable to you um, do you like what I'm doing I'll keep doing it just just the stuff like that when you start to tiptoe in those lines I think you get into the
0: purple that's cool I mean yours your purples different than my purple for sure <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know it. Oh. I don't know what's going on with your well, purple. How, how about this?
1: How do you use how do you use your purple? Because I can tell you how I use my purple, and it may not seem.
0: <laughs> well, apparently my purple's an existential crisis. But, you know, uh, damn,
1: he's going through
0: it. I mean, like I think my palette. I have like a Barney palette. You remember that dinosaur? You do. The That's green and crazy. purple. crazy. You really do. I got the. <laughs> now that I've said it, everyone's gonna. I I started seeing Barney in all my paintings now. Uh, I got the Barney palette, green and purple. I love that combination. Um, That's the
1: color of, like, a, my other little podcast with, with my guy. Is, oh, really? It's green and purple. It's, it's not <laughs> how, they, how they just come up, but <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead.
0: No, but, like, I have looked at a lot of art history. I've done a lot of training, and I wanted my palette to be different, right? And yeah. when I started making those creative decisions... I wanted to go somewhere that people aren't really going and I think green and purple isn't really it. Green and purple is kind of like eighties. That was like eighties. You remember those like little cups that they office cups that have green and purple on them? Or like those sweatsuits. But I don't know, like it's not a really popular combination. And I wanted my palette to be about temperature relationships, not really about color. Like just deep harmonies and stuff, but purple and purple and green keep coming up. Those are the ones I like to buy, you know. If there's a cool purple I haven't seen, I'll get it. You know, the greens is so many green pigments. I'll get all of those. But yeah, for me, the purple purple takes me straight to like all the dark hours of my life. I don't know, in moments of like deep change. That's why I call it initiation. I think initiation is actually a cool idea we don't you know back in like pre-colonial religions and spiritualities every moment of life had some sort of ceremony right like a wedding like a birthday or like Mm -hmm. christmas but a wedding in particular you're taking on new responsibilities in life you know you're supposed to become a different person you've gained new knowledge new responsibilities new powers and now, you have to become that thing, right? Like becoming a man. In a culture, they you know, twelve or thirteen, they'd put these boys through all this crazy training, right? You know, or, or like the quinceanera for for girls, or, or whatever. There's there's these initiations into a new stage of life. I think that's really beautiful. I wish we had more rituals like that. That weren't based on market, weren't based on buying shit, you know. But okay, we're actually I, focused on life. But that that for me is purple.
1: Got you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the first part of your purple resonates with me. On the second part, I I do see exactly what you're talking about. And so it, I'm it's cool. I'm glad you have a different purple. <laughs> uh, um, I use purple, like. I, when I really start painting I'm not gonna say that. I paid attention to purple earlier. It was my mom's favorite color. Um in in my culture, you got the movie the color purple. And it kinda to me that fits, um pleasure and pain, indulgement, they run hand in hand. So that's why I think it's a it's a overly done thing. It's it's reaching its limits. Type of thing, so it looks like, um, for me, it would be what's inside of your initiation to later be seen as what got what was the fruit from your initiation later. Mm-hmm. So it seems like it's uh, b- before, before coming up mm-hmm. and then later on being like fully mm-hmm. ripe. So I, I can't help but look at see it in the fruit oh, man,
0: like a, like a real initiation, not like people get married all the time, it doesn't mean anything, people pass these, but like. When Even you no, really I, feel I, I, the I feel transformation, you.
1: yeah, 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 I, I felt what you was talking about, like feel it. <laughs> <laughs> you're
0: not the same. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah, um, and but that's <laughs> what I mean by by spiritual. That's uh, I mean we say spiritual, we throw that word around a lot, but to me, spirituality just means individuality. So therefore, everyone can be spiritual, and you can give up your individuality to now. Follow a system, and you are no longer spiritual. Hmm. Um, but how I used it in class, uh, like you, you see me shift. I, I would use, I still use these main colors, red, red. <laughs> purple, orange, like yellow. You mm-hmm. you see this in every drawing. Um, but the purple, it helped uh, see the model. It helped separate the model's sexuality, and place it on the paper. I would use it like that. So a lot of times you would see me use like the the purples and the girls, but it would be okay. She she like she gives off this much pleasurable or desirable like energy, mm-hmm. or she use it in this way. And some would be like very light purples, and I'd be like, okay, that's you. You get into the pink area, you look a little bit more innocent. You get into the harsh pink or the the vibrant pink. You you that's your you may throw that off, but that's not really no purple. You don't really have that real seduction. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not really there. You didn't really marry anything. You didn't really do anything yet to like be giving off that vibe. But a lot of times I would use purple in those areas and then associate them in dark areas. And it isn't to later on that I would hear like you and Greg or like Marcia or someone else be like, "Yeah, you use purple right here in this dark area." Look, Kenny, he's do he's doing it. I'm saying here like, that is not why I put purple there. Like <laughs> we're like that's that. Whoa! I, like Pretty I learned like from Katie Josh. some sexual yeah, yeah. shit over there with purple. <laughs> yeah, but I like I was looking at sexuality in the, in the contents that we all see sexuality in. Oh, actually,
0: awesome. purple is the color of uh, queer sexualities. Did you know that?
1: No, I'm not good with all the labels. But
0: that that's actually a thing. That's a that's a big thing. Is that's purple's? Yeah, that's a thing.
1: Oh, like huh. for me, it was just like mental sexuality, the Mm -hmm. the workings of knowing how to I got the power to seduce you, I won't. (laughs) Like 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 that that type of energy, like knowing the mechanics behind that. You've done some things. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, no, Josh. Like That, you can do it in the cougar way. I, I get what you're saying, but but also just being being pleasurable or knowing how to attract people. Cause it's like once you know how to be that super nice pleasurable person, mm-hmm. I don't think people realize that you you holding that purple aura and now you're gonna get people that never felt that or don't have access to that on a normal basis and they want to be around you. You're pleasurable to be around. They want to they want to be around that and that's how you fall into like slippery slopes and whatnot. But yeah, like just. I would I would place purple like on on the paper,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then you know, to me it had no choice but to fit in some of these like not light shined on type spaces of the models of turning the form. Mm-hmm. So that's how I use it. And uh, back to my point, sexuality is just, like two things coming together: just the know how or something like you said, the initiation. Something could manifest from it. Mm-hmm. That that's that's how I was processing sex. <laughs> 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 oh, but man. it 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 works though, right? yeah, yeah. Oh. I'll ask you all right make make a purple with your actions or make a purple with your thoughts, and what does that scene look like? What does it look like you're doing?
0: I see a group of really close friends together. it's like two or three a m and everyone's talking that deep. Shit, they're letting each other into that, that private life, that secret life, right? Like, you know, this, when I was 10, this shit happened to me or whatever, whatever, right? This experience happened to me when I almost died or whatever. That's that's purple. And then what was the other one? Well, I mean, you
1: you you kind of wrapped it all into one. Kind of mm. like what those actions or whatever would look like.
0: Okay. Oh, we also okay. need to do the values and temperatures of purple. I was about to ask you that. Yeah. Okay, so
1: give me, is, I'm going to ask you. And that your base purple? Is, is is do you start at a dark purple? Do you start? Do you start at just like a? Uh, you should name one of the purples that you said earlier today, and then I will ask you yeah. or like or or are are you starting at a light purple? It didn't sound like you were starting at a violet.
0: Or no, I'm in the dark purples. Purple. I'm starting I'm in the dark, dark
1: purples. Oh. Oh. Okay, gotcha.
0: Yeah, I think okay. If I imagine, what kind of person would be a dark purple? That's like that's like a person, an older person where I can't comprehend their experience. Maybe like a Vietnam vet, I would say it's a dark purple. Actually, purple heart, right? That's interesting, purple heart. All right, so a high chroma purple, purple in the mid-tone. I also see like maybe an elementary school teacher, someone who's working with kids, teaching kids. A light purple, light, light purple is actually very interesting. It's, it's, it's high class, it's refined, it's it's quiet like
1: I'll, I'll give you mine before you okay finish. okay what spoil spoiled
0: little girl oh man <laughs> yeah it's like yeah, yeah okay
1: you yeah I feel like you were like getting there I was like yeah he's like <laughs> yeah they're not gonna say that <laughs> I'm gonna say it all right.
0: all right what if all right what if we shift the purple Cooler in temperature towards the blue.
1: To me, that's where you get your um. That's where you get your your spirituality or your your four a.m., three thirty a.m. talks because it's yeah. it's deep connection. Is is yeah. you hit your Royals royal red, royal blue, royal purple. You kind of getting into those colors where you're getting into values, deep values and colors to the point where they're starting not to become like colors anymore they're starting mm-hmm. to like go back into the the nothing to mm-hmm. the just being absorbed you know so it gets a and that's that's the type of stuff where i put like purples in the hair or like i think about the skin color and, and stuff like that when you mm. when we get to talk about that and that's it's a different form of intimacy it has nothing to do with that like the redder yeah. the redder purple <laughs>
0: <laughs> let me let me throw something in that's off topic, but really fun to think about. So learning about all these color things, animals display high chroma colors to show that they are toxic, that they are dangerous and to stay away from them. I then think about all the people who dye their hairs bright colors, right? Or wear very intense colors all the time. Just a fun thing. Anyways, it's just, Jack.
1: Um, what, what, you what? You're You just going to run past that? I'm just going to run past that. Oh, I'm okay. going to that uh, way. I, I, okay.
0: Anyways, <laughs> your hairdressers. <laughs> 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 but anyways, yeah, I see I see the cool purple as, like, a leader for sure.
1: Mid-tone, but not dark value purple. Like mm-hmm. a, yeah. Like yeah, yeah like just, a just not a deep, yeah. Yeah. Just,
0: uh mm-hmm. yeah, a leader with a cause, like a good cause,
1: that's been through some shit and actually can change some shit. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. All right, purple towards the red, that's, I when, like, I that's yeah, when I, I get your purple. Yeah, I feel like that's all purple. we talk.
1: But I'm I'm always <laughs> using those two colors. So I feel like, and also like the culture of just like um, how rap, how hip hop is turned more into like rap culture and
0: uh-huh. and just
1: what- just western culture itself, just seems like. Red and blue,
0: red purple.
1: Like like yeah, just like yeah. the Western really civilization. It's just it's just like, fuck. I that's, that's all what's on our minds over here,
0: huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's man. I'm kind of sad. I don't want to end the colors. It's so much fun to uh, to think about. Like there's very practical things about color, and there's very abstract things about color. Which is... Yeah. I referenced that yeah. somewhere that, that um, color is very ambiguous and it has its own dedicated brain region, right? So you process it separately from everything. So you can have a very individual relationship. It's not something... It's not a hard-wired response like a lot of things are in the body. Like if you I see look, a stick, you might jump because you, your brain's like, oh, there's a snake, right? That's hard-wired yeah. response, but color's not like that.
1: No. I I like to hear, like... Like, I like seeing the how close or how, like, far apart in, like, our different, like, variations or interpretations of color when we do these things. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of hate that, like, we couldn't, like, hit this part early on in some of the episodes. Because I, I feel like the as each episode goes on, I get to hear, well, you know, I used the this color. I see it more like this. And I was like, that's cool. It's cool to hear how each person like sees and uses color because that's not a normal topic or not something you would normally hear in a conversation to have that, that individual experience. You just hear it's my favorite
0: (laughs) or it's not. (laughs) Yeah. So I think next we do the big temperature families. That's what I'm going to call it. The grays and the browns. So like a perfect gray, doesn't have a temperature, right? It's reflecting all white, but that's not what we're gonna talk about. We're going to talk about grades that dip towards the blue, the green, the yellow, the red, and browns that dip towards those colors. So that'll be next in thinking about what those families mean.
1: Cool. I I have a little bit on this, and I know you're going to go over the history of it, but when we get into these temperatures, um, I really want you to, to open up about like how important it is with your painting process, cause you you alluded to it earlier, and mm-hmm. I and I always hear you talk about this when we talk about your paintings. You, temperature's big for you, mm-hmm. and it'll help you see the next thing. And to me, that that's really cool. And I feel like I use I use temperament more than I use temperature, but I think they're so like fucking closely tied together that. Mm-hmm. It's it'll be, it'd be pretty cool to open that up. We'll, we'll call that. We'll make that the little in the woods section.
0: All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who's coming on this journey. It's cool to see how many dedicated listeners we have. And please be sure to like and comment. I want to hear from you guys. I want to know what you're thinking. Uh, share it. Um, the podcast is really growing. Um, if you'd like to help us continue making these episodes you can go subscribe to our patreon page we have some behind the scenes content there if you'd like to study with me and kenny you can go to greenatelier.art and sign up for lessons and of course remember to be critically creative